0: So you're... Hello, everybody, and welcome to the So you Podcast. I am your host, Tal Blahman, or... Ryan Redou on everything non-social, and today I am joined by myself! It's me! <laughs> uh, I wanted to do a podcast with just me because on my YouTube and my Instagram, I've actually never talked about my coming out story, uh, coming out as being gay, And I thought it'd be a cool idea to kind of take you guys through the fun, the hardship, the craziness, the awkwardness, the weirdness, and all that fun stuff. (laughs) So, uh, just to kick it off, I am 25 now and I came out when I was 18 years old, so seven years ago or so. And... I, let's just kick it back to the very beginning. So when I was in, even, I was seven, let's kick it back to the very beginning. I was seven years old, and this is my first memory I have of me having a gay thought gasp. My mom's best friend had a couple kids that came over to hang out with my siblings and I. And I remember distinctly (laughs) that we were in our pool at our house and my mom's friend had a son who was about like 16. So, and I remember that he had like dark features, which like as an adult now is something that I'm attracted to in a man. But he, and he was, like, 16, so he was, like, this rough and tough 16-year-old. And I remember, like, my thought of when I was 7 years old. I was just staring at him in the pool, and I saw him throw uh, his sibling, uh, like, in the air, just, like, having, like, you know, pool fun, whatever. And I was just was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I saw him, like, have muscles, <laughs> and I... Got all hot and bothered in my, like, seven-year-old self. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I think I think I like this. <laughs> I was like, I wish I he'd throw me in that pool. No. Uh, so that is my first time of me having a gay thought. And since then, I mean, I always kind of had a feeling that I was gay. And uh, I... Similarly to the experience when I was seven, I had that other times as well in that I looked at guys and I was like, yep, I definitely noticed them. I definitely see them. Uh, And I always had that kind of attraction, even when I was starting like early teens throughout all that time. Uh, On top of that, though, and this is to kind of take you a little deeper into it, I had a friend of mine in my whole upbringing that was a girl, and I honestly, like, we just were in love. In first grade, we got married. Like, I staged this entire wedding we did at an elementary school in first grade. We had a flower girl, and we ended up getting married. So me and her always had this special bond. And we both really... I think did have this really strong love for each other. So I had those emotions always of we would write love letters to each other when she moved away, she came back, we went to all the dances together and we did end up actually dating for a little bit, but the dating didn't last, you know, super long. Uh, So we had all this time of, you know, writing love letters and being in love and then we get to the actual dating and it didn't work out. And That really shook my world and was a constant uh, struggle, I want to say, for me, but not really a struggle because all was good and that I had this person I was in love with who was a girl, but then also having these feelings of liking guys too. And even growing up, then I really didn't like guys' personality, it was strictly just look and physical. And uh, like, even growing up, a lot of I think all my friends except for maybe one or two were girls uh, for, like, the elementary, middle school uh, days. And then in high school and late middle school, I started getting more of the guy friends. And But again, like, I really didn't have an attraction to their personality or uh, I wasn't attracted to them because they were my friends. So it was kind of weird because the signs were there, but they were kind of hidden a bit, I want to say, or they just weren't being unleashed yet. So I have this relationship with a girl slash this like interest in men and then I ended up uh, not uh, or we and then we ended up not dating so it's the end of high school oh we ended up dating around I think we were 16 or 17 so it was like junior senior year of high school so after we ended up uh, breaking up I I don't even know, it's hard to, it's, honestly, it's really hard to remember those exact f- moments, but it was really hard. It was terribly difficult because this whole buildup I've had throughout my entire life, um, and this love that I had was kind of, uh, broken in a way. And we still remained friends even after that, but it was even more confusing, I think, because of all the strong emotional feelings I had for, Uh, not being with that person anymore. And so I um, then went off to college. So my first semester at college was an incredibly difficult one. I Was completely shooketh (laughs) at the experience, and I was not what I was expecting. I ended up uh, living in the dorms, which was even new for me because it was such a small space. And then no one knew who I was, whereas like my whole time growing up, I grew up in a town where a lot of like in throughout all of school, all the teachers knew who I was, and I you know stayed in the same school system from preschool on. So I always knew of a lot of people, whether or not I was friends with them was a little bit more up in the air. But I knew of a lot of people, and a lot of people knew of me. So it was really weird to go to college where you can kind of be whatever kind of person you want. Uh, but I had not spent a lot of time developing that <laughs> in that uh, in my earlier years. So it was a bit of a shock when you don't really have this independence uh, at all, and then you're thrown into the ringer a bit. And then my roommate was a senior, so he was completely not on a completely different level than me. Uh, so sharing a dorm with a senior, as when I mean, you're a freshman, as you can imagine, can be a bit weird. And then the dorm was small. The it was just it was just a really weird experience. And I made a couple friends that I saw to. That was really they were really cool. But uh, overall, I was really struggling just with myself. I was like, why can't I make friends? This is so different. I'm independent. I have to rely on myself why did I not plan for this better? And uh, everyone just kind of made it seem like it would be okay as you roll in from one thing to the next. And uh, it wasn't for me. And so the whole semester I was struggling with uh, grades a little bit too. And I was struggling with this idea to really accept myself. I mean, I was still struggling with the gay thing of knowing I was gay. And yeah, I got, you know, oh, and, and on top of that too, I mean, like, I always, people always thought I was gay. In like middle school, people would call me out for it, make fun of me, uh, bully me. And then some people would like flat out ask me. One of my friends actually did flat out ask me, and like we're best friends now. But I was like, why on earth would you ask somebody that? Uh, and, and I was only in ninth grade. But uh, so there was always that thing of people thought it was there. And therefore, I think I had in my head more that it was there and that it was a bad thing because it kept. Producing a negative energy in the world for me uh, from other people. So I was always struggling with the gay thing. And on top of that, this independence, the roommate, he was also like, it was just a really bad roommate. <laughs> and I was this overall struggle bussing so hard. And I thought a lot of it was tied to the independence thing, the roommate situation, the schooling situation. I remember my mom. I would call my mom like crying all the time and just saying, I just, I can't do it. Like, this is just so hard. I don't understand why it's so difficult for me. Like I've I've triumphed at so much up until now. Why is this so difficult for me to accomplish my goals and my dreams? And she would say, oh, just like put your energy into schoolwork. And I said, I just, I don't even have the energy to put into it. I I don't want to do it. That's the least thing I want to do right now is schoolwork when I'm sitting there dealing with these personal struggles. And then one day I think just something switched in me, and I was, I just thought to myself, like, you're you're gay. You're gay. And that's okay. That's completely fine. And I thought that in my head. And then I called my brother because I had a feeling after seeing he had, so my brother, he is gay as well. And he, a month prior to me leaving for school, he had, he moved to Madison, Wisconsin, but that night before he moved, there was this weird thing that went on. And I just had this feeling that he had said something to my parents that they, uh, there's some commotion about and are just like something weird. And then the next day he moved and I didn't hear anything about it and I didn't hear from uh, him that much. But throughout that first semester, I was calling him every now and then just to hear about how life in Madison was and he was asking me about school. So we were talking on and off. And I just had this feeling and I saw photos of him on Facebook. And one in particular, he was surrounded by all these guys that in my house, I said, okay, those guys look kind of gay. <laughs> and in the back of it, it had the TV, it had a TV screen and it had two of the male symbols, like crisscross across each, crisscrossed over each other, crisscross over each other. I can't speak today. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, is he had a is that, is that a gay place? Is that a gay bar? Hashtag gay place. Uh, <laughs> and I, I said, okay, he probably is gay. I noticed he was wearing deeper V-necks than m- most people. So I said, okay, that's a, that's a little bit of a sign there. And so I gave him a call. And I remember this day like it was yesterday, but I was went to the back part of my dorm building. I was walking along the cement path, talking to him, telling him, being a little bit more open this time and telling him that I've been struggling. And then I got to this one tree and I was just like picking at it, picking at the bark, picking at the bark, picking at it. And I eventually told him, I said, I think I'm bi. (laughs) Okay, maybe I don't remember it 100%. But I can't remember if I told him that I think I was gay, that I thought I was gay initially or if I thought I was bi. I'm pretty sure it's the bi part though. And he said, oh, well, just so you know, like, I'm gay, too. So I probably said gay. But I just kept chipping away at it. And so after he had mentioned this, I had this overwhelming sense of calmness that I told someone this thought that was on my mind. And there was not a negative reaction. Everything was okay for that moment in time. And he and I talked more about it and he kind of said, and this is the phrase that I told people and because I encountered some people too that were questioning things about their sexuality. And he said, when you walk into a room, who do you notice? And I said, the guys. And he said, okay, then that's probably true <laughs> that you're gay. <laughs> and I agreed because I was like, I don't notice the girls at all when I walk into like a college classroom. And that really put it in perspective for me that, yep, you are gay and that's okay again. Um, so having that reassurance was really nice because you think that, but then you hear it in the real world and it becomes a whole new thing. And so this kind of started the snowball effect of me coming out. And then I went home for Thanksgiving. I had to tell my parents because I'm really close with my mom. I'm like kind of like a mama's boy. Me and her uh got really close when all my siblings went away to college. Now I'm still in high school for a couple of years. And so we are sitting down at the table on Thanksgiving, and I told her, and I just said, Mom, I think I'm bye. And I said it just like that. <laughs> and she said, Okay. <laughs> and Sure enough, I found out that my brother that night before he went to Madison was him actually coming out to my parents. And then so he just got two coming outs in like a three-month period, essentially. And so I tell her, and then she uh, had some emotions with it. And I think the biggest thing, though, was what I hear some other parents have is that they're sad because they have this fear that their kid is now going to be living a harder life. And I think any parent would be sad with that kind of situation. And in that time period, you know, gay marriage wasn't legalized. It was still like things were getting a lot better, obviously, but it still wasn't anything normal, which I, I mean, even now I think it's 10 times more normalized and, so I came out to her, I said, hey, can you tell dad too? And she had told me that, I said, how did you tell dad, by the way? This is years later, I asked her. And she said that she walked into the bedroom and just like lay down next to him and said like, uh, to my dad, like, hey, just so you know, you have you have two gay sons now. <laughs> so that was hilarious. Uh, but so I came out over Thanksgiving and then I talked to my brother. He was home for the holidays, so me and him had a little chit chat, you know, about, me actually exploring this more. And he gave me uh, some like tips and tricks of like how to actually meet uh, other gay guys. And that Thanksgiving too, so we move on, but it comes like a couple uh, weeks later and still over the vacation, my parents still had like questions for me. It wasn't just like, okay, moving on. It was uh, kind of starting a big journey on itself in that respect. In that my parents were kind of asking more questions just to like almost like make sure I was saying the thing that I actually felt. Uh, because growing up there was some issues especially with homosexuality and becoming from a more faith, uh, a strong faith and religious background. But after I would say like a couple weeks or so, my um, my parents actually did, I really felt like they did accept it, which I know is a huge blessing because even to this day, I know many people who have come out to their parents years and years prior and still don't have, uh, anything there. So I definitely knew I was blessed in that respect immediately uh, after meeting other gay people uh, who have come out and you know, had similar experiences. So I uh, then went back to school and I got to use those tips and tricks to meeting gay guys that my brother told me. And I actually ended up uh, meeting up with this one guy and I met him online And he was another student. It was kind of nice online dating at a college town like East Lansing because everyone there was pretty much a student. So uh, everyone kind of had that credibility behind them in that they were a student. So obviously they can't be too crazy. Maybe they can be. But at least you have a little bit of a filter going on there. So I ended up meeting up with him. And I remember this day uh, so very well because it was like a heavy snowstorm and we had talked about going to a cafeteria just to have some food. And then we went out to his car and he said, so like what kind of music do you like? And I said like, oh, I like Adele. And this is be- this is before she became super, super popular. And he's like, oh, that's pretty gay. He's like, Adele, that's pretty gay. <laughs> and I just remember like that was honestly like one of the best nights of my life. And I just kind of like laughed at it because I almost see like joking around like that as something that's endearing. So hearing that and having it be something gay related that was just so nonchalant and casual was like mind boggling for me. And I even told him like a few months, I Actually, I think it was like a year or so later I said like, just so you know, like that was the first night that I ever, uh, like even hung out with someone who was gay. And just so you know, that night will be forever remembered, um, as being like one of the best nights of my life for that reason. And, uh, so we end up going to eat, and nothing crazy really happens. And then, just to save you a couple, you know, details and make the story a little bit shorter, uh, we end up a couple of weeks later going out to the bar. We we were just friends, and there was nothing really too uh, emotionally tying um, there. But we went to the gay bar, and he brought a friend, I brought a friend, and then. Um, I actually didn't even bring a friend. <laughs> it was somebody that I also was talking to online that I said, like, hey, I'm going to the bar with these guys. Do you want to go? And he said, sure. So he was my, quote, unquote, like, more like an acquaintance. <laughs> and he ended up coming. We were just, like, a force some We went to the bar. The bar was dead. So we ended up just, like, going back, um, having some drinks at uh, the one guy, the initial guy, in that's dorm, And then... I ended up hitting it off with his friend who ended up being my first kind of like boyfriend. We dated for like a month or two. And so I got like immediately into that like dating game, which I like relationships and I love love. So that kind of thing seemed to be right for my personality. And so... Christmas time came around next in the timeline, and I said, okay, I got to tell my siblings now because I have two additional siblings. And I said to my brother, we have to tell them. And so we ended up telling my siblings, and all was fine. I mean, I guess I don't know what they thought initially, but I think the funniest thought was we told our sister, and she she had said, uh, okay, like, I know why you guys, I mean, I know why you like guys. (laughs) I just thought that was like the funniest reply to me coming out uh, that I have had. So that was really funny. And then uh, to tie it back to what I was initially talking to, I met up with my uh, friend from uh, my like best friend and who I had this, you know, loving relationship with from elementary school on. And we met up and I said, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell her. I have to tell her what's going on. And so we hung out and I told her and she replied so well to it. And I think her and I got closer after that uh, because all of our truth was kind of laid out there and we kind of knew what was up. She knew, what was, she knew what was up. I, um got something off my chest. And so our relationship I think did get even stronger after that. And uh it was cool that one of my friends knew now. And then further coming out to next in the timeline is that I decided to actually come home my second semester of college. I went back, tried it for four days and said, Nope, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do it. I even switched dorms. I was like, nope, I can't do this. I'm gonna go to community college back at home and I'm gonna regroup at home uh, in something that I'm comfortable with. And then I'm gonna come back stronger than ever. And sure enough, I did that. I went home for a semester, did some classes at a community college. And during the semester, I think it really helped my parents because we went to LGBT support groups like PFLAG together, which was really kind of awkward for me because like, hi, I'm their gay son that they're here with. And it's just like, it really puts yourself out there, but it was a great, little support group. I think we only went to even one meeting. Uh, And it was crazy because I think, I think my parents really liked it because they had said they saw being gay could lead to a normal life, which was unseen by them before. So they really liked it for that reason. And I really liked it just to, you know, be around other gay people. And, you know, they said, gay related things that I knew about or started to know about. So it was just fun being in that kind of community. So I'm at this semester at home and I'm getting my parents really uh, used to being gay. I bring that first boyfriend over and it was the first time cause my brother lived in Madison. So it was the first time my parents actually had someone come over and have like a gay couple at their home. <laughs> so that was a big deal for them. And so I think that semester really helped them just to see that life is going to be normal for me. and um, after that, so my parents kind of take the, my parents took an even greater direction than I think my brother and I even anticipated in that my parents did their research. They became so fired up about the, um, through that, they, they really, uh, say the research of hearing out other gay people's stories and from the LGBT community, just stories coming out, the issues that they were having. Um, my mom has a social work degree, so she has a heart for the least of these and that, it really lit a fire underneath their uh, butts to help their sons to not live in fear that they can hold hands with the person that they love out in public and not have any issues and that they can get married. So my parents, uh, soon enough, actually started their own P PFLAG, uh, so their own LGBT support group in our hometown, and even walked past picket lines for... Uh, an event that was there to support the LGBT community. And granted, this is before the event happened before uh, marriage was passed. And not to say that marriage passing solved all the problems, Uh, but they even walked past picket signs for their kids and for the LGBT community to uh, support them and to make sure that they're getting the rightful uh, treatment that they deserve. So that was just mind blowingly amazing and they even walk into Pride Parades, uh, they have booths. They're just like a P flag parents. Like they're so uh awesome. And so that semester I opened my parents' eyes a little bit more to this world and we all kind of as a family got more comfortable. I had to go to family parties and come out to the aunts and uncles and the grandparents. And I think the one response from the grandparents that I thought was great was that I think this was like a couple years after, too, that I initially came out or a year and a half after, I want to say. And my dad told my grandma and she said, I know what gay is. I watch Ellen. And she was more fine with it than Uh, I think we all anticipated because she has such a devout Catholic upbringing. So thank you, Ellen, for doing that (laughs) for my grandma uh, and making the blow a little bit easier on me, uh, a lot easier. And because I think, you know, you always go in before telling people that you have that risk, that they could take it really badly and you could lose the friendship. uh, And that's a huge risk to take. Uh, And then I told all my close friends and it just slowly started opening my life, especially in being home helped that because all of my closest friends were all from home. And so I really established that foundation that I needed to finally go back to Michigan State. And when I went back, I went back, you know, openly telling people that I was gay, being fully out and being fully me, uh, which was the greatest thing uh, I could have asked for. And then I ended up getting uh, really close friends that year, We were all pretty much a a little dorm family. I got really good grades. My schedule wasn't too bad. And I finally was the person that I knew I was and that I was confident. I could be independent. I could do well in school because I was so good at school before. I was like, how is this happening where I'm completely like up the creek without a paddle? So that all in all is a rundown of me kind of working through the transition of coming out to yourself, coming out to others, coming out to family, friends, like all of these things were really checkpoints that took a while to go through. But once you did and worked through the kinks, there are obstacles that came up with that because there were some like people saying hurtful things after I came out to them and me having to stand up to them and say, hey, you can't say that. And really helping to mold people into um, being supporters of the LGBT community and kind of being the face of that in my, you know, little community slash my little Uh, family. And although my family is pretty big, but (laughs) I, um, it made me such a stronger person because I had to always stand up for myself. I had to speak up. I had to say what was on my mind. And all in all, I really have always felt blessed that I was gay because I got to see things from two sides of the track. And I think that has helped me to develop an empathy for people going through the same thing uh, and I think it also has helped me just to find myself and to really understand myself and above above all else love myself and for that I am super grateful so that is my coming out story uh, there's so many more details to it and I have a bunch of fun dating. Uh, experiences that I tell all my friends that maybe I'll pop on and talk about in this podcast. I probably will just because they're so uh, fun and entertaining. I think people could learn a lot from them. But if you have any questions about uh, coming out or if you live in the metro Detroit area, and you would like a recommendation to a good P PFLAG, uh, then I can be your resource for that. <laughs> or even if you come from any part of the LGBTQ plus community, reach out, ask me anything. I'm an open book, and I would love to help you uh, kind of work through anything you might be dealing with. But that is all for now. Uh, if you like this podcast, continue listening. There's a whole bunch of other episodes and I hope that all of you have a beautiful day.